Welcome to the latest podcast from Greyfriars Church in Reading. Our vision is to see Reading transformed by the love and power of Jesus. You can find out more on our website, greyfriars.org.uk. Enjoy. Well, good morning. Good morning. It is good to see you all. Thank you for being here. It's wonderful to worship uh, with you. Thank you, Veronica, for reading that passage for us as well. Should we, um, should we pray? And then we'll see what it is that God wants to speak to us this morning. Lord Jesus, we thank you for your word. Thank you that you use it to uh, speak to us, to encourage us, to challenge us, and to help us to know and look more like Jesus. And Lord, we pray that that would be the case for us this morning. Amen. Amen. So if you've, uh, if you've been with us over these uh, last few weeks, you'll know that we have been looking at that invitation that we just heard read for us again uh, from Matthew chapter 11, where Jesus says to his followers, come to me. And over these last five weeks, we've kind of been unpacking kind of the detail and the depth and the beauty of, of that invitation, and we've really been answering the question of why. You know, why should we hear and respond to Jesus' invitation to come to me? Uh, but this morning, as we, as we finish uh, kind of reflecting on these verses, I want us to, to shift our attention, uh, and we're going to instead try and answer the question this morning of How? How, having heard this invitation from Jesus, do we actually respond? How do we draw near to Jesus? How can we get close to him tomorrow, this afternoon, in the week ahead? And so that's really what I want to give all of our time over to this morning. How do we get close to Jesus? And as we do that, I have kind of one big idea that's going to frame everything that I want to say this morning. And it's this. This is, I think, key to what we're going to be thinking about. It should be on the screen. It says, if you want to experience the life of Jesus, if you want to experience the rest that he promises, the wholeness that he gives an example of, the freedom, the joy, if you want to experience the life of Jesus, then you need to take on the lifestyle of Jesus. If you want to experience the life of Jesus, you need to take on the lifestyle of Jesus. And as we look at our passage in in Mark in particular, this morning I want to think in those verses about what we see of the lifestyle of Jesus. What are the habits that we see Jesus showing us in this passage and in others that show us what it would look like to live a bit more like him? And what I think we'll see is is three habits in particular that we can get uh, together, get away, and get connected. Get together, get away, and get connected. And my prayer is, as we perhaps respond to Jesus' invitation to come to him by taking on these habits we might experience the rest that we've been talking about. We might know that gentle and humble saviour. We might receive the life of the Jesus that we follow. So let's get right into it. 
and let's think about how we can get together. Or we might call that the habit of community. Uh, If you've got a Bible, keep it open. We're going to look at at the Mark passage in particular, uh, and we're going to look first at verse 30. So Mark chapter 6, verse 30. It says this. The apostles gathered around Jesus and reported to him all they had done and taught. Uh, In the story of Mark, Jesus' disciples have just come back from their kind of first excursion out by themselves, uh, preaching and demonstrating the good news of the kingdom of God. And and they come back excited about all that they've seen. You get the sense that there was hectic and and full-on time, but they they come back buzzing, uh, just waiting to share what has happened. And Jesus, as they kind of come back amped up on all this energy, he he gathers them all together, the verse says. He gathers them as a community around him and invites them as a family to share all they've seen and done. And you know, central to the idea of being a Christian, central to the idea of following Jesus, is this idea that it's something that we do together. You know, Christianity is not a solo sport. It's something that you do in a team alongside other believers because we need one another, don't we? I certainly know that I need you to encourage me and challenge me and to support me. I dare say you might need some people around you as well to do the same because what we do is we represent Jesus to one another. And so we need community. We need to get together, which means we need to choose to take time to be with other followers of Jesus. Those of you who know me a little bit better will know that I need all the help that I can get to be organized. Being organized is not something that comes to me naturally. So I went out at the beginning of the year and bought the biggest calendar that I could find to help me be organized. This is my calendar. Uh, He tells me some of the things uh, that I should be doing. Um, And I figured if it was almost as big as me, I couldn't miss it. Um, And I'd really see the deadlines flying past me when I I missed them. So I used this calendar to help me to to stay uh, organized. And maybe you've got something similar. Maybe you've got a a big calendar. Maybe you've got a school planner. uh, Maybe you've got an app on your phone. I've just got this massive calendar. I'm going to put this down here. Now, maybe you've got something in your life uh, that helps you to stay organized. And I want to invite you to do something this week. Now, the next time you go to your calendar or your app uh, or your planner, why don't you just take a moment to stop and think and just ask yourself the question, have I put stuff in my way in, in the next few weeks? Have I planned something in that will include getting together with other followers of Jesus. So it's not going to happen by accident, is it? Have you put stuff in, whatever you use to organize yourself, to be with people who will help you get close to Jesus? And maybe that's doing what you're doing if you're watching online or you're in the building. Maybe that's prioritizing Sundays, gathering with the church. Maybe it's joining a small group. Maybe it's organizing a play date. Maybe it's going out for coffee with someone. It doesn't matter what it looks like particularly, but have you organized time without overcomplicating it to get together 
and to encourage someone and support someone as you try to get close to Jesus. You know, that could mean in a, in a coffee with someone or an afternoon with friends, just taking 10 minutes to share with one another one thing you're thankful that God has done. And one thing, that's two, that's two separate ones. One other thing uh, that you would like to see God do in your life. And then pray for those things. Just take 10 minutes, as simple as that. But get together. Jesus gathered his disciples together. That's the first habit. habit. The second is get away. Let's look at verse 31. It says, Then because so many people were coming and going that they did not even have a chance to eat, he said to them, Come with me by yourselves to a quiet place and get some rest. And so after this period of excitement that the disciples had had, Jesus invites them to step back to pause and to rest from their work. We're terrible at rest, aren't we? Whether it's work or school or friends or family, it, it seems like everything and everyone around us is just telling us all the time, go, 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 doesn't it? It seems like we're always being pushed to be on the move, but our Savior who invites us to come to him is different. He doesn't always push us out to go, but he invites us to get away and to slow down and to rest. And it seems like when we do that, when we step back, when we step away, when we take that invitation, when we still the rush of our bodies and the rush of our minds, that space allows God to speak to us. Just the simple act of pausing creates some silence into which the God who sometimes whispers can be heard. And so again this week, I want to invite you to take some time, if you can do it every day, just to stop, to pause, to slow down, uh, and to get uh, away. And I have another suggestion of how you might want to do that. Uh, This is my favorite coffee mug. Um, I'm the sort of person who has a favorite coffee mug, which seems pretty depressing now that I say it out loud. But this is my favorite coffee mug. Uh, It was a wedding present um, that I was given, unsurprisingly, when I got married. Um, And uh, almost every single day, I I make myself a a cup of coffee uh, in this mug or one that's very similar to it. Uh, And I have a moment. I love hot drinks for that reason, just to stop and pause and to to make something and, and to slow down. You know, maybe you're not a coffee drinker, maybe you drink tea or, or squash or, or water, but every day we have these moments, don't we, where we, where we naturally have to slow down. And what I want to suggest to you this week is that perhaps you take that short moment each day when you're making your coffee or you're drinking uh, your tea as an invitation to slow down and rest. You know, perhaps rather than drinking it while working, you could just sit And as you sit down for the first time, just pray something really simple. Lord Jesus, would you be with me today? And then each time you take a sip, just just repeat that prayer. Lord Jesus, would you be with me today? Nothing has to happen. There doesn't need to be a flash of light. You don't need to come away with a new calling or revelation. You can just be still. Get away with your saviour and trust that as you ask him to be with you in whatever you're going to next, just by simply saying, Lord Jesus, would you be with me today, that, that he's good 
that he'll hear and he'll respond. Jesus gets his disciples together. He invites them to get away. And finally, we see him modeling getting connected. If we jump ahead in Mark 6 to verse 46, after all the stuff that happens after those verses that we just read, we get a sense of what Jesus had in mind for his disciples when he invited them away. Verse 46 says this. After leaving them, Jesus went up on a mountainside to pray. You know, time and time again in the life of Jesus, we read about him getting away from all the people who wanted him to do things or, or getting up early or, or going to bed late or doing whatever was necessary to have time to pray. You know, and prayer is, a, is one of the funny habits of Jesus, isn't it? You know, at the same time, it's this, this big thing with lots of varied options and, and you can find different ways to pray based on how God has made you and what connects with you. But at the same time, it's, it's really simple. You know, prayer is an invitation to a conversation with a Father who loves us. And like any conversation, when we take time to talk, we get closer to the person that we're speaking with. And so there are lots of ways to pray. I don't want to um, dictate to you what that could look like, but let me tell you what that looks like in my life. And, And perhaps this could be an invitation to you to try something new this week. Every day at at midday, um, an alarm goes off on my phone, 12 p.m., and that alarm is to remind me to to try to stop and to pray the Lord's Prayer. And, you know, sometimes I I do that in about 15 seconds, uh, rushing on to the next thing, far too distracted. Sometimes I slow down a little bit more, maybe take a couple of minutes just to to take one of the lines and, and add my own words, to pray my own prayers. But maybe that's something you could do this week. You know, maybe as, as the clock strikes 12, you could stop for 15 seconds or you could stop for three minutes and you could pray those words. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. You could pray, see what God does. Maybe midday doesn't work for you, but maybe as a family, at the end of the day, you could, you could pray the Lord's Prayer. You know, I guarantee that if you do that for a, for a week, for two weeks, for a month, you will get closer to Jesus because Jesus draws close to the people that he's talking to who are talking to him get together get away get connected three quick habits that we see from the life of Jesus that I want to suggest could help us to respond to this invitation we've been listening to all summer to come to me, to come to Jesus. And the reason, the reason it helps us get close to Jesus is because when we take on the lifestyle of Jesus, when we live like him, we receive the life of Jesus, the rest, the joy, the blessing, the peace. But you know what? Our Savior is even better than that. It's not just that when we take on the lifestyle of Jesus, we receive the life of Jesus. But it's that when you and I step into even just trying to live the lifestyle of Jesus, we receive the power of Jesus that goes with it. 
Do you hear an invitation to pray again and think, I've done that, given that a go, it didn't work? You know, I've tried to find quiet and it just did nothing for me. The good news is that you're not by yourself. Because when we take on the lifestyle of Jesus, we receive the same power that Jesus had to enable us to live like our Savior. It's a gift. It's all a gift. Jesus invites you to live like him and receive the rest that we've been hearing about all summer. So as we finish, as we come to the end of reflecting on this invitation, I'd love to pray for us just one last time that as perhaps some of us accept the invitation to the lifestyle of Jesus, we would not only experience and know his power on the way, but we would receive the life and the rest and the peace that he promises to us. So if you're able, would you stand? And I'm going to pray for us. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, we have heard your invitation to come. And God, for some of us, it is our heart's desire to say yes. God, I want to get near to you. I want to be more like you. I want to know the rest and the light burden that you promise. God, I want to know your life in my own. And so God, I pray for my brothers and sisters who who long to, to draw close to you. God, would you fill them now with your power, the gift, the gift the good gift given freely of your spirit to enable us to take on your lifestyle. God, there are some of us who just need to get together, who need brothers and sisters to walk alongside us to help us to get closer to you. And God, for those, I pray that you would give them the confidence to ask to send the invitation, to ask the question, to sign up to the small group, to come again next Sunday and say hello. God, for those who need to get connected, would you give them the power to take those steps? God, for those who need to get away, God, I pray that you would give us courage. The courage to go in the the opposite direction to the world around us and to actually slow down and make space for you. God, help us to just do something simple and small, to sit over a cup of coffee and be still with you. And God, for those of us who need to get connected, God, I pray that as we pray the prayer that you've taught us in the days ahead, that you would help it come alive in our souls and set fire to our hearts and and just lead us to love you more. God, I pray for moments where you would speak back to us and we'd know your voice. So Lord, give us your power. Help us to live your life. And would we know rest? We pray even now, come Spirit of God and do that work in our hearts. Come, Holy Spirit.
just take a moment. Allow God to begin to move in our hearts. And God, as we turn to you in worship, would you continue to minister to us by your spirit?